catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Friday morning, February 18th. I'm Julia Cooper, and this is The Point from WUFT News. For the second time in two years, the city of Waldo was denied grant funding to improve sewer lines and their well field. City officials were asking for $2.6 million to repair the aging sewage system and $8.7 million for an upgrade to the 57-year-old water distribution system. I spoke with WUFT's Reagan Knight about the city's ongoing effort to secure funding. So in September of last year, the city of Waldo applied for the second round of grant funding from the the Rebuild Florida Mitigation General Infrastructure Program. And uh, the grant monies are provided by the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development that support long-term mitigation efforts. However, Waldo did not receive this funding. And this was part of a program that uh, the federal government and the state decided to do back in 2016, I believe is when they announced in 2017, something around that area. And uh, this is the second cycle of that rebuild project that Waldo has applied to. In September this year, they're going to reapply again for it. And this will be the third time that uh, Waldo will be applying. And in a sense, they, I don't want to say this, but uh, they desperately need the funding. And this is because their well water field, which supplies a lot of their waters for the fire hydrants throughout the city, uh, drinkable water, consuming water, all the different types of water stuff that the city needs, is 57 years old. So as time goes on, pipes start to leak, and it increases the risk of contamination. And the city estimates this to be approximately around $8.2 million just to fix their well system. And the grant money is used to hopefully rebuild and do upgrades for their well system. They also need money for their sewer lines, which are old. And uh, Fred Fox, who is their grant supervisor, was telling me that, well, as time goes on, if the sewer lines aren't fixed and the manhole covers aren't replaced, this leads to leakage throughout the town. This also leads to problems where you might see potholes pop up in the middle of the roads, all because of sewers just over time eroding. If the city of Waldo cannot get these grant and third time this year, if they cannot get it after September this year, then they're in a big hole. So you talked a bit about the potential future impacts if these systems aren't repaired. However, is the city of Waldo currently experiencing any impacts like this? Not yet. Uh, they were telling me that it's a process that needs to be addressed right away just so they can prevent any future issues. And the town is old, and as of right now, the city of High Springs and the city of Waldo and Micanopy and even Archer, they don't necessarily get a lot of funding from the county. The county sort of invests a lot of its money back into the city of Gainesville as due to the university and other things that go on with students. So some of these little towns are kind of pushed out of the way. And uh, so Waldo, in a sense, is struggling financially, and they do not have the means of raising millions and millions of dollars to fix their roads and to fix their sewer line and to fix uh, their water well. Who are some of the people that you spoke to, and what are their perspectives on this story? I already knew one of the uh, people that I did interview for this story, uh, Kim Worley. She is the city manager of Waldo. I met her last year covering a story of an obstacle course that they had uh, last year, and this was for print on WFT. And uh, she's a great lady, very nice lady. She's very open, and she cares about her town. And I came across this on their website. If you go to the city of Waldo, it shows a whole graph of everything that they want to get done. 
and what this grant was for and how they applied for it and everything, like a step-by-step. And Fred Fox, he was the grant consultant for Waldo, and he was very knowledgeable in how it works and how to work with the state. And now he's just – I could tell he also sensed some disappointment from not receiving this money because he understands that, and he was telling me this, that even if they are to get the grant, it's a long process to get everything fixed. And he went into detail by saying, well, if we get the funding for the sewer lines, we have to actually go out and scout the area. And this could take six to nine months to do. We have to make sure it doesn't affect the land in any negative way, make sure there's no environmental impacts. Same for the well field. And then after that, then we have to contact the designing crew and the construction crew. And then we go, that could take three to four months just to do. And then when construction starts, now you're looking at possibly a year, maybe a year and a half just to get all this done. And it's it's not a easy process to do. You're looking at potentially two to three years of overlaying and construction and designing. And by the state sort of not giving Waldo the funds they need now, it's just, in a sense, the city of Waldo is in a bubble. And the bubble is continuing to get bigger and bigger, and eventually it's going to burst. And if they can't get this funding right away, you're looking at a really big, nasty bubble that could burst. That was WUFT reporter Reagan Knight on the city of Waldo's efforts to raise funding to repair their sewer and water systems. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state. The Florida Senate made changes on Thursday to a controversial bill that critics say could affect Everglades restoration projects. According to WLRN, SB 2508 has drawn opposition from environmental advocates who gathered at the state capitol, as well as Governor Ron DeSantis. The Senate voted 37-2 to two to approve the amendment, which now makes clear that lawmakers aren't revising Lake Okeechobee water release schedules or cutting funding for the Everglades Agricultural Area Reservoir. New research suggests that delays in autism diagnoses for black children may reflect racial biases of healthcare providers. WUFT's Katie Heisen reports that researchers out of Florida Atlantic University have found that black children diagnosed with autism tend to have more severe clinical presentations than white children, suggesting that black children with less impairing symptoms may not be diagnosed. These disparities may reflect providers' racial biases, contributing to delays in diagnosis and proper treatment. The Florida Senate passed its budget proposal on Thursday. According to WFSU, the plan includes an increase in per-student funding for K-12 schools. The proposed budget in the House includes a provision in the Chamber's bill that would give smaller increases to a dozen school districts that went against Governor Ron DeSantis' masking guidelines. Senate President Wilton Simpson said that as lawmakers meet to work out differences in the budget proposals, he expects part of the debate to be about the difference between defying an executive order and a law. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories into your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Visit WUFT.org for more information. I'm Julia Cooper, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Friday.